This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to the Basic Bookers Podcast, episode 234. And we have a new champion. I'm sorry, but the uh, listeners probably couldn't hear that. Darkness. <laughs> darkness has descended upon the basement. I'm Richard Riz, the former champ. Here, my bro. And new champion of the basement, Jerry on the spot. Very good. You know... You heard the knocking, you opened the door because you thought you could handle what was what was in front of you, but no, you got knocked unconscious, I walk inside. You come by my house, you knock on my door at 2 in the morning, right? 2.30. And I open the door and you just fucking punch me in the face. That's right, and I warned you, I was just knocking and you thought it was just sound effects. Well, really it was a premonition. My eyes weren't even open. I got a window on my door. I didn't even fucking look through because I was sleeping. You know, usually around this time in which I regain what is rightfully mine, you always, you have this, there's always an excuse. There's always something. Can you tell us what your excuse this time is? What nefarious means that I regain my basement championship that I hold here currently in my hands? Three words. Fuck Cedric Alexander. Who won his match fair and square. Fair and square, straight down the middle. Yeah. Okay. But you know, something else. Something told me, because Drake Maverick changed the match. Like, the day of. And I was like, alright, so Gallagher and Kendrick are banned from ringside. Ah. Uh, you know what? If I change this, I'll have to change something else because it's the only real difference we have besides Mello and Becky, and I know Mello's going to win. Yeah, I know. Hindsight. Uh, but Becky didn't fucking win anyway, so it's fine. I'll get to that. You know, it's that, funny. That, that, is, that will be a topic. It's funny that you mentioned that because when you told me that, I thought that I would lose because usually when I say, oh, they name people that are banned from ringside. It's either someone else shows up to ringside mm-hmm. or the heel just wins right. by cheating. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought. That was my thought. And in regards to the women's championship match, the SmackDown championship, sometimes when you're at your lowest point, when you feel like the, the the odds are stacked against you triumphing again. Like, I really thought, like, I was in a dark place. Like, I would never win again. Mm-hmm. And then I dug deep. And sometimes you have to shake hands with the devil in order to pull yourself up. Let him get you through that back door. I went. And I look straight in the eyes of an enemy, an arch enemy, mathematics. Because you see, what I did <laughs> was I used math to hedge my bets. Scott Steiner math? I used 
Jerry Math. Oh, shit. Because instead of... It was just the odds were against you when you think about it. One person had to win that match for you to get a draw and retain your championship. One person. Mm -hmm. But for me, two people didn't have to win. You see? Sure. Mm -hmm. In order for me to win. I was so sure Melo was going to win. So you only had one in three chance of winning. Yes. And me, I had two-thirds chance of winning. Yes. So you see, I think that's, I don't think that's the first time that's happened either with us. Probably not. Yeah. Someone with a better memory than me would have to comment on that though. Yeah. So this time, Mellow was not money. Mellow was made to take the pin. But Becky was straight fire. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk all about SummerSlam and TakeOver because we were at both events. Becky is doubloons. It, we, we may is that have money for Irish people. Doubloons? I think so. Or is that pirate money? Whatever. Maybe that also. But we were at both events. We were in two different zip codes, but we were at both events. Yeah, from I have section a, six to two sixteen, I think something like that. Yeah. Section seventeen and two oh seven, two oh nine, two seventeen, two seventeen. It was two seventeen. All right, yeah, yeah, we went up. I have a picture two hundred of myself practically on the roof. It was like there were seven rows behind us and the roof. You know, it was funny that there was a woman that she sat in the wrong seat. And she was next to Tim, and she was in the wrong area, and she knew that, but she was so scared to move. Is that the one that ended up fucking sitting next to me? No, it was on our end. Oh, maybe. Was she a woman who was afraid of falling? She was a woman. And everyone that's sitting up there is afraid of falling. The fucking the usher that was going back and yeah, forth was scared, was. Of, yeah. scared of falling. Yeah, I would be too if I... I was... Like, if I were, I, I'm not sure how to preface this without insulting anyone. If I were wider, <laughs> I'd have been a lot more nervous. You know what I mean? I do. Because I have more room since I'm so small. Yeah. Width-wise. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, uh, I work out just, just saying, but. Yeah, I would be, I'd be scared too, cause like, the usher was a little, uh, she was a healthy gal. Mm. And, uh, I don't know about that lady. Maybe she was by you guys. Did she come from our end to your end? I don't know where the fuck she came from, but she was, it was part, she was the reason why we all had to shift. Cause apparently she had seat one, and we had two through nine, not one through eight. Like, some, like one of us thought. Oh, I thought one of them had seat 18. No. So she comes in and... No, I mean one of ours. No, yeah. not 18. No, it was because I was in two... I was in... Well, originally he was saying one. that he wasn't supposed to be anywhere near us, according to his seat thing. Yeah, well, whatever whatever the case was. So this woman... This could have been avoided if everybody sat in their assigned seats. Sorry. Yeah. But, like, I mean, we're one group. It didn't really matter. It matters for, for me. Right. But at the end I of the day, yes. I was next to you. This woman kept fucking, like, all right. So she tells me part of her story that, like, 
Oh, her and her husband and kid, whatever. They, you know, they bought their tickets at different times. So, like, she said they brought them in pairs. I don't know why she's a single if she bought fucking pairs, but whatever. So, the husband and the kid are a row back and, like, halfway over, right? So, like, she's yelling to, yelling to the kid. Oh, you like this guy? This guy here? Oh! This guy right, th- this guy now? Th- that this guy? sucks. And that's my fucking face that she keeps sticking a hand in front of when I'm trying to watch a fucking match. Wow. Sitting there during Finn Balor's entrance, I'm trying to fucking eat my hot dog. Like, yeah, I felt bad for you guys, because you guys were more out, like, towards the back of the stage. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't handle that. Uh, I, I, did, I didn't mind that you so much. You were my gorilla. I, I li- yeah, I had, I, I, t- I took a picture of the gorilla position, but, uh, I mean, it was all tarped off. Like, Obviously. I just saw, yeah, I just I saw, saw like, the same tarp. Oh, yeah. light, look at that, there's a light under there. Yeah, that, that's gorilla! Gorilla! There's no. to be a man in there. Yeah, so, um... But when she came over, it's like we all had to shift over one, so I was no longer on the aisle. That was the first thing that annoyed me. And then her sticking a hand in my face all the time was also fucking Probably better than the lights. Yeah, but nothing was worse than the pair of kids sitting directly behind me. That it didn't matter what happened. Every single thing that happened, they lost their goddamn minds. Completely... Lost. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's, it's the Demon King! Oh my god, the Demon King! Oh, the Demon King is back! Oh my god! Oh my... What's wrong with that? They're having a great time and they're kids. I couldn't justify enjoying any of it. That's, that sounds more like a you problem than it is them. They're not the ones with the problem. You are. Yeah, they're my problem. No, here's the thing, buddy. It's for everyone. By the way, Battle Club for everyone, first of all. Second of all... Battle Club is for everyone. Second of all... I don't know what the second of all is. But them being children, they're entitled to their enjoyment more than you are. You just have to let go. You can't hold on to this shit. Because let me tell you something. Both me and Tim were marking the fuck out. That's cool. I We yeah. were fucking off the... You didn't enjoy that? So I'm like, we're, we're like next to each other, and we're like, man, when was the last time he was a demon? You think he's going to do it? I'm like, I think he should do it. Wouldn't it be cool if he did it? Dude, I'd mark the fuck out. And he's like, yeah. And I see the smoke. I'm like, yo, 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 yo he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Look, look, look. <laughs> and then it fucking came, and we're like, yeah, we were fucking in. I could, I could tell by the muse, the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. It's more I, demonic yeah, music. You know I mean. Reminds me of, uh, reminds me of Silent Hill. Yeah. But. So I so I had this woman who didn't know anything, right? To my right, her is you know the, that I could probably be annoyed by. The kids losing their minds, and Eliana's brother, Ruben, sleeping? huh? Sleeping? No, he's oh, like he was he's, actually into it. No, he wasn't into it, but he wasn't sleeping. He was sitting there. Uh, oh, so just that's all he did. He didn't react at all. He did. He's. I. I'm guessing. He's not a fan no, he's of not. the wrestling. Uh, what are you there? Yeah, we tried talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's... Like, I'm a nervous person around people. Yeah. I tried talking to him mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, do you remember the Hardy Boys? Just wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, I like trying to find yeah. common ground. Mm-hmm. And I told an awesome Superman joke. He's wearing a flash hat. Right. Do you remember my Superman joke? I don't. 
he's, uh, I don't remember. We're talking about like vacations mm-hmm. and like where you'd want to visit or whatever. I think mm-hmm. I don't remember. Maybe, maybe it's my fault that I'm messing shit up. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, it would be a great place to hang out. Metropolis. Metropolis is great. You might see Superman and is like no crime, unlike Gotham City. Because he's wearing a flash hat. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking he might be in the comic book. I heard that. I just didn't realize that was a joke because I don't watch. I don't. He should, yeah. though. He should. But it's like. He's repping. Yeah, it's like. I tried. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably really nice. Maybe he was as nervous as I was, you know? Kobe, he, he, he's an alright dude. And I can't, I can't fault him for not liking wrestling. It's his. Sister's fiance's bachelor party. Yeah, he can't. So be like, he has to go. Yeah, so he can't be like, nah, I'm good. But fucking, I had no one to fucking. I know, react dude. with. Dude, I was sitting next to Tim. At least I yeah. was sitting next to Tim. I felt bad for him because I didn't know if I was a good sit next to person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm like into the thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and uh, who was even who was even next to Ruben? Uh, was it Chris? I no, think. I was next to Chris. You were next I was Chris. between Chris and Tim. That's it's an important spot, right? Like, what the hell that's am the, I doing? That's I'm the most. The, I'm between the groom and the best man. Literally, and I'm too nervous to be like, "Do you guys want to sit next to each <laughs> other?" Because I'm like here, uh-huh. you know. Mm-hmm. And then if we switched, you but you know? got, but you got to talk to Tim. You got to talk to. Chris, yeah, I was I was gonna be mean for a second, but let me not. Me and Chris took the train home together. Oh, he, oh, that's right. Next to Ruben was Justin, right? And he's like, "It's also a warrior fight tonight." Oh, yeah. He kept he kept doing shit like that. He's like, um, he's your friend that's cool to hang out with, but like he tells dad jokes <laughs> as like not a dad, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. I love Justin. He's a great guy. And you guy, can't though. be mad at people for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's how I handle it. It's like, you know? so, I mean, I took that as his way of trying to participate. Yeah. For, so for us to tell him who was fighting. Exactly. And I, and I didn't do it because I was, you know, I mean, but like, I mean, we were talking, we were chatting during it, but like, you know, who, like, maybe he might have known Jeff Hardy. It's, no, he did. Yeah. Who, Tim? No. I mean, uh, Justin? Justin, yeah. I don't know about that. Maybe. Did he watch any Attitude Era? Because I thought he watched yeah, like Warrior I think so. Days and Hogan and stuff. He, well, he did watch. I mean, anyone. Jeez, it's. I mean, it's close to a fucking different generation now. You know, mm-hmm. like because like we know people that came, that came in and started watching it and didn't even know who Hogan was. Like, whoa, dude! I talked to people that weren't alive. Yeah, you were telling me off air that your coworker like wasn't around for Biggie so he doesn't know Biggie and I'm just like he, how this how? is what makes it worse mm-hmm. he's a great kid and a talented rapper no that's you, like you gotta know your history that's like being an amateur wrestler and I'm like man I I haven't seen a, a title reign like this since Bruno San Martino and he'll be like who yeah and then you're like you don't get to be a wrestler. <laughs> you don't get to do that. Yeah. Like, if, if I were an aspiring rapper, I would make sure I know the genre. I would go all the way back to Rapper's Delight Look, and I'm work not, my way up. I mean, I'm not saying you need to know the origin. Yeah. But but know the legends. Stuff. 
Yeah. That like, was a big deal. The East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. Rack. Does he know Tupac? I, I don't know. We didn't. I don't think he did. Considering he's an East Coast guy and you don't know who Biggie is, how are you going to know Tupac? Unbelievable. But he doesn't work with it anymore. He quit because he's going to college. Like a smart guy. They don't teach that. Who the fuck does he think he is? Some fucking higher learning. Want to make a better life for yourself. You believe this shit? Unbelievable. You can't be working at the department store with me for the rest of your life? Just God, hating yourself every time? Goddamn kids nowadays. Dra- having to drag yourself out of the bed in the morning? Take yourself into the into the bathroom and look at that piece of shit in the mirror with his stupid beard and his fucking standing gray hair and his fucking head going over there to the, to 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 the to piss and it's like you're pissing and it's a long piss for some reason and then you're thirsty so you go first of all you wash your hands you go get yourself a water because you don't eat breakfast mm-hmm. anymore okay you you wait till 12 whatever the 16 hours are cuz you're intermittent fasting like that makes you fucking better so you can fucking stuff yourself with cookies and not feel bad about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You fucking do that. You put on your black pants, your blue shirt. You go on the train where everybody's sleeping in their nice beds from their real jobs that actually fucking matter. And you have to get yourself on the train and you have to make sure that you're as far from the ledge of the platform as possible. Because what if, what if the day comes where you're no longer afraid and you got all the courage to just take the jump? Speaking of trains, I feel like we're off the rails. But anyway, let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> uh, let's talk about wrestling, guys, because I am officially the champion again. And boy, boy, does it feel great to be... I thought you were going to say, boy, what a contest. Because it no, was. No, that implies that there there was a chance that I would lose. Oh, you dick. You're a dick. <laughs> You're such a dick. I told you I teamed up with my arch nemesis mathematics. And when you sell your soul, you usually win. It worked for Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Not his career, but what? it worked for him. What? You don't do that now. All right. You don't get to do that now. Shall we talk about takeover first? To show we Oh, what am I doing? Oh, did you We just, got, we have a segment. You skipped the whole segment. Tell me the segment. It's it's fake news about real sports entertainment it feels really good to hold my championship like this for some reason i just keep doing this like i'm cutting a promo this yeah i think it's helping for this me. yes for this which means more to me than you ever did rich the riz see how believable that was it's like people would believe me that yeah, I it, it, that. It, it, it almost it almost it almost uh it almost sounds like it's from the it heart almost hurt it almost hurt um <laughs> now so so becky becky lynch tweeted earlier uh uh retweeted something charlotte said and she re- responded and it was fucking the tweet was straight fire listen Her response. everything she is and i've always known this she's great you have you have always been in Becky Lynch's corner. I've always been in her corner, except when I'm trying to win my championship, which apparently I was technically still in her corner because I picked her, even though she was robbed. She was robbed by that entitled, genetically superior Charlotte Flair Wu. Genetically superior, friggin' some sort of... Physically augmented 
enhanced, generically superior. <laughs> well, I feel the need to thank, to send out a personal thank you to Eric Rowan. Thank you. And now this is not... I'm never happy when someone is injured. However, I am glad that the Bludgeon Brothers are no longer the tag team champions, but Eric Rowan did suffer a torn bicep. Supposedly he tore it, I think, at SummerSlam? Yes, it was at SummerSlam. So they dropped the belts on SmackDown. He was wrestling the whole, all of SmackDown, he wrestled with a torn bicep. Yeah. So uh, he's set to undergo surgery, which is expected to keep him away from his bludgeoning duties indefinitely. For about six months. Indefinitely. But I mean, if it were indefinitely, I don't like. I don't want the guy to lose his job or anything. I just don't need him teaming with fucking Luke Harper because Luke Harper could do anything he fucking wants on his own and doesn't need a fucking bludgeoning brother with him. You know what the rumor is? I don't know if it's rumor or it's just people fantasizing. Because, uh, not to cut ahead to the end of Raw, but the shield is back. Damn it. So, they're saying, oh, look at the timing. Jeff Hart, Matt Hardy is out indefinitely. Bray Wyatt's got nothing to do. Huh. You got Braun Strowman, who got put through a table by the shield, and now Luke Harper is just a bludgeon brother. So, it's possible what that he could have the Wyatts as his backup. Yeah. Three on three. Harper's a SmackDown guy. Doesn't matter. You can't move rosters, bro. No. Yes, you can. No. 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 You know, you said a lot of dumb things on this podcast. (laughs) Uh, One of them being, I've got Drew Gulak. Now, that was also, that's, that's, that's up there. Okay? I guess so. Some dumb shit. They can do whatever they want. Dude. I still want a better 205 Live. If you if you stick to the plan, then you're going to get a better 205 Live. Because if things keep going as they are, the next time he gets a title match, he's going to win it. He has to. Because... At one, is, po- at one point, does he become a joke? Not even that. But you need somebody that's a heel that could actually carry, you know, who he's got his own thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd actually, you, you'd actually want to, you're excited about who finally beats this bad man. And he's got two bad guys with him. Mm-hmm. So he's a guy, he's got two guys. Those are usually the guys that are hard to beat because it's like with those two guys, they get in the way mm-hmm. and they, you know, keep the championship on them. And usually the only way that they, they, that they lose a the championship is if, one of those guys turn on you. Yeah. And, I don't know, I feel like there's only two main storylines on 205 right now, and there's like one or two sub-storylines. the Lucha House Party still? Yes. That's gotta stop. Yes. Um, they win this week? I think, yeah, Lucha House Party beat, um, Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. With the way those guys look, they deserve better. Like, what's wrong with those guys? Like, they have the Vince McMahon loves your body body. I guess because they're not tall. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Let's, uh, let's Buddy Murphy's not tall? He looks like he's average height. 
Ah. He's bigger than the cruiserweights. Yeah, well, they call him the juggernaut of the, of the cruiserweight division. Oh, he's got to be the juggernaut of something. Because he has, he has to keep cutting weight to stay under 205. You got to put up your quotes. I, I said them. Oh. Um. So, continuing with the news. As announced by WWE.com, it is official that former UFC fighter Matthew Riddle has signed with NXT. I hear he's like the king of bros or something. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, I like Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. I like what he's about. But real bros have no king. Mm. And only real bros know that. So, he is not. He's not even a bro if he considers himself our king. You can't wear, like, a blazer and shorts. He can. No. Tell him he can't. I just did. Okay, no, to his face. He's not here. Next he, time you he see him. He was there. When you see him. At the Barclay Center next time. When you see him, I want you to walk up behind him, reach up. Wait. Knock him on the shoulder. Yeah. Reach up. Because you, yeah. you have to reach up. I'll give you a boost. That's all. I don't know. It's all, all right. you. But yeah. you reach up, tap him on the shoulder, like, tell me you can't do that. You punch him in the mouth. Can you? I don't know. I don't know. I think he'd see it coming and just take you down. Because, like, he fights for real. He'd have to get real low to take me down. Or he could just punch you. Yeah. And that, that'll take you down. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't like being punched. I don't remember the last time I was punched. Never been in fights, huh? How do you know anything about yourself if you haven't been in a fight? Listen, I've seen Fight Club a whole lot. I know the line. I'm not proud of it, but I, 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 I've had the misfortune of being in altercations that got physical. But I don't like the it. benefit is you know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I do expect that. I wish I knew how to do it better. But I think I'm okay now. I have a little bit more power than I did. And I, I know how to throw a punch now. That's good. That's a little bit different. And apparently wrestling moves don't work in fights. Unless it's a drop kick. As I heard, someone has drop kicked someone in a fight. Interesting. Yes. I can't say names. Because what if somebody got hurt? Next is a bit of news I am excited about. And I realize I'm a little... I don't know. Am I too into the NXT UK brand? Uh, maybe. I feel like I'm, I'm really invested in it. They haven't done enough with the, with the UK brand for me to be interested. Like, I consider Pete Dunne to be a part of NXT. Like, I don't even think about... I well, just think of that, the UK title as being the European Championship of old. It's essentially what it is, but I mean, they're getting a show soon. But WWE announced a two-day tournament to crown the first WWE UK Women's Champion, which will be held this Saturday and Sunday at the NXT UK tapings at Insomnia, which is a UK gaming festival. Competitors in this tournament include Isla Dawn, Dakota Kai, Rhea Ripley, Zaya Brookside, and my pick to win it. The lovely Tony Storm. Everybody's pick to win it. She's the best. You're not doing anything revolutionary. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not here to do anything revolutionary. Yes, you fucking are. Well, that's this podcast is here to change the universe of podcasts. I couldn't come up with a a a snappy, witty 
thing for like landscape or it's the podscape to top to the I'm trying to the topography <laughs> the topography of the podsca- podcast landscape podscape the topography of the podscape I just fucking said podscape you asshole I took it from you I I made a thing together That's right you took it from me This championship This Ugh. this championship Oh this Dude, championship. Save it for after I leave. I have to wash my face now because it touched it. All right. Tony Storm. Yeah, she's going to win. We know that. Next. Entertainment Weekly announced this week that John Cena will co-star alongside celebrity hypnotist Chris Jones in Double Take, a Facebook watch prank show where celebrities will be pranking their fans. It sets premiere... September 5th. Remember when I told you we had a conversation about surrounding yourself with the right people? How The Rock, the reason he's so successful in life right now Mm -hmm. is because of his his transition to the mainstream, he listened to the right people. Right. John Cena is still not surrounding himself with the right people. This is a bad idea. How many Kid Choice Awards did The Rock host? None. That's right. None. Because he's not a fucking sellout. How do you John know? John Cena was called The Rock a sellout. Do you know who's a sellout? John Cena. John Cena is a sellout because whatever the price is, he's just going to fucking do it. You got to be picky with your projects. A prank show? What are you, Ashton Kutcher? How do you know that's not what he wants to do? Be a sellout? Then to have fun in his post-WWE career. Then don't do a fucking hacky prank show. What if that's what he wants to do? Again, we don't know. He's still a sellout. Then Okay. If what you want to do is sell out, then retroactively, which by the way, we've had this conversation. This was seen as planned. Wait a second. What? Tooth Fairy. You gotta, you gotta make, you gotta eat shit, bro. You gotta eat shit. How do you know that's and not what Cena's just doing? Fairy wasn't just too fairy. He did a movie where he's like a dad and a football player. Uh, Thankfully, he, I don't remember that one. And uh, he did a movie where he was a CG Scorpion King man. And then he did the prequel where he was the Scorpion King man and not CG'd. Mm-hmm. You work yourself up. Cena's made two movies that are okay. Serviceable. And he wasn't a big part of Trainwreck. Yeah, one little part. I mm. think Cockblockers is the movie that he, like, I, I think that movie's like the movie he's done a lot in. I still have to see that. So! Justin is a sellout. Alright. I don't know. That's just my opinion, man. Speaking of the Sea Nation leader, remember that word? I remember when there was a Sea Nation. I remember before the Sea Nation, the Chain Gang. I'm an actual member. I know, you got unlike the chain. Unlike you, I own the chain, which yeah. makes me official. I don't have any uh, Cena merch. I have a hat. I have shirt. I have... The visor. Sweatbands. Visor. Come on, son. It doesn't get more rabble I forgot do. about the sweatbands. It doesn't get more rabble do than this, buddy. You're all the rabble do. So, it, maybe my feelings are hurt. Maybe my feelings are hurt. That he's a hypocrite. You know, maybe that's it. I don't know. I feel like I've been expressing my feelings a lot during this podcast. Maybe maybe you just want or expect more from him. 
Maybe. And you know what? Someone could be listening and be like, Oh, what do you know? You just saw this fucking podcast in the basement. It's like, <laughs> I know what I like. Mm-hmm. And I know that if you can't be real on your own platform, then what are you doing? That's right. If That's you can't be real do. when there's no one telling you what to do and what to say, what are you doing? Hmm. You know what? You can make fun of me, but at least I'm being real. Are you being real? Are you being real? Ask yourself, are you being real? Every every moment of the day, are you being real? Stuff to ponder. Are you being fucking real, dude? Sometimes I'm not being real, but on mm. this podcast, I'm being real as I can. Mm-hmm. As real as I can be. I don't know what else to do. I spent so much of my life having to pretend to be something I'm not. When I'm here, I want to just be me. Why All can't out. I do me? All out. Everybody else can do them, and them suck. Yeah. Them suck. Mm-hmm. They can do them, but then them suck. Mm-hmm. Why can't I do me and be serviceable? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not servicing you. Shit, man. Why you have to go that way, bro? <laughs> I'm being real right now. See how real I'm being? All right. Uh, I'm going to be real. This is too real. I'm going to be real. For real. I'm not servicing you. According. See? See? <laughs> See, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> I'm being real. You're not being a real champ. That's right. I lost the belt. That's right. I'm the real, the real basement champ. I'm looking forward to defending it against you. Know, you know, I, thank you. I'm looking forward to uh, challenging you for it. Uh, I knew there would come a time when I would bet on Mello once too often. Sometimes you can't keep taking the same horse to drink or something. Something like that. I think, <laughs> I think that I thought that the triple threat nature, like, Becky, favored her yeah the yeah that that becky and charlotte would cancel each other out instead you got it backwards you had one chance to win as opposed to two chances of winning i went through this earlier yeah the the steiner math so according to the wrestling observer newsletter roman reigns has passed john cena as the top merchandise mover in wwe Likely due to Cena's recent absence. Okay, put as many asterisks as you want, but no one else is. No one else is. Roman is. Mm -hmm. So, to all those say Roman's not over, the dollar signs talk. Maybe he's not over with you, but he's over with the ones that are forking over the money. And he's over with your kids, who you buy the merch for. Mm-hmm. Keyword, you. And I'll be real. Your money. I'll be real. Yeah. I popped on Roman 1. Me too. Do you know why I did? Why? Because it's done. <laughs> it's finished. He over. did it. No more. We don't have to hear about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns ever again. Until the eventual rematch when Hellfreeze is over. That's it. We can move forward. I bet you. I bet you Brock will. Both me and Tim pop for Roman. We were chanting for him the whole time. I bet you Brock will get a rematch at Mania. If he does, after losing to DC. If he does, mm-hmm. it's possible. I don't care, because you know why? I'm here now. Mm-hmm. That's next year. Yes. This year, I don't ever have to see him again. I don't have to hear about him. Not that not seeing him was the problem before. Right. You know. <laughs> but 
I don't have to hear about him. As long as that's out the way, we good. Yeah, and I, like, there are a lot of aspects of both Raw and SmackDown that I want to talk about, so we will get to that. We'll talk about all of it. That was a good match. All of it. Of course it was. Good length. Uh, Roman Brock? Yes. Yes. Everything yes. that happened was good. All of it. Whoever agented that was really good. This is a good idea. I was I was telling uh, my buddy Mark at work today. The two biggest pops at SummerSlam were Becky's heel turn and Braun coming out. Yeah. Close third was Demon King. When he squashed Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. we were like, he's going to cash in tonight. He's going to do something. Because that match was like three minutes. Yeah. And the contract is still in play. We all know this. Just a reminder. Next to last bit of news. Goldberg. Yeah, I know. I said that wrong. Goldberg. Sorry. I don't know who you're talking to, but I always say it's Goldberg. You're the one who always calls him Goldberg. So I wasn't going to correct you. He's claiming that his Twitter account was hacked earlier this week after some tweets were sent out threatening our Hall of Fame President Trump. He says he regained access to his account and deleted the tweets before releasing a statement through TMZ, who added that he's been in contact with the Secret Service regarding the hacking and tweets, and that they offered their help to find the culprit. Well, if the Secret Service are in on it, then there's no way that this is bullshit. No way, because the government never lied ever to anyone about anything. Yeah. And professional wrestlers never lie. That's right. Pro wrestling is real. People are fake. If you... You can't say that after that. I was being sarcastic. That's real. What you just did, that's a real thing. Okay. Why'd you do that? I missed the pattern. Sorry, I fucked up. Last but not least, praise be to Vince. Happy birthday. 73 years old, today, Friday, August 24th. He's just a man. Yeah, I said praise be to Vince. You don't praise a man. I can praise a man. Not me, bro. Do you know why? I don't plan on praising you. I have this. Yeah, you do. This makes me... This makes me better than Vince McMahon. Because I guessed the right outcomes for two matches. Sort of. And he'll never be able to do that. That's one thing he will never be able to do. He will never be able to sit in this seat. He will never be able to record on this podcast with that mixer. He will never have this basement championship. Everything I just said is fact. (laughs) Unlike what Rudy Giuliani says, sometimes the truth is not the truth. He really said that. This is the truth. Everything I just said. Take notes, Miz. That's how you cut a promo. Miz knows how to cut a promo. Not as good as what I just did. I'm putting myself over because that's what heroes do. Fact. Those are all just facts that I stated. Vince McMahon will never any of those things. You don't know that. What are you doing? I do know that. Okay. I know that. 
I know it. You know it. Everybody know it. Well, for once, I don't have the actual order of the matches here because we were at SummerSlam, so I don't have any notes. If I were a lesser person, hmm. I'd feel some kind of way about the disrespect you just showed me. Again, for not putting you over? Don't you ever... <laughs> don't you ever not sell for me, okay? I get my shit in, and you get your shit in. <laughs> That's how a match works. I don't even have shit And to then, in. we both get over. I have the news. That's my shit. That's... Oh my god, dude. I need you to watch a wrestling match, and listen to uh, every wrestling podcast. Did you and see? And then come back here. It wasn't working for whatever reason, but did you see? I tried to post it on the Booker's Facebook, but um, you didn't post any of the pictures you took on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. None of them. Why? Uh, I'll do that tonight. Thanks, man. We need content on the Facebook page. Um, did you see this video of Morrow calling Takeover? Yeah, it's on my Twitter timeline. It's fucking hysterical. I tried. I tried to post it on Facebook for whatever reason. This is a wrestling match, dude. Wasn't like this is a wrestling match. Okay. I just want you. Right. You get your stuff in. I get my stuff in, and we both get over with the fans. Speaking of takeover, because we were just talking about takeover. I'm not gonna get mad about this. <laughs> I'm not gonna get mad about this. <laughs> I can't do it. Good. Uh, as expected, takeover was the show of the weekend. It was the better in-ring product. That you know of. That I saw. That you know of. Think about how many wrestling promotions there are in the whole entire world. Stuff we haven't even seen. Or will never see. Because they don't even have a deal. You know what I mean? Right. Like this podcast, someone could be like, listening to something and be like, wow, this is the greatest podcast ever. Mm Mm-hmm. That you know of, because you don't know about the Basement Booker's podcast. That's right. All right? I'm trying to try to give us a chance here. And remember, everyone, we are the best podcast that your friends are not listening to. Fix that. See? There you go. What What do I got to do? You know? What do I got to do? What do I got to do? You know, I never turned the AC on. Yeah, no. It's crazy. Ricochet and Adam Cole. Doesn't he make you feel insecure about yourself? Oh, Ricochet? Yeah. No, why? Because as far away as we were sitting, we weren't exactly super close. I could still make out the definition of a six-pack. Like, well, easily from where I was sitting. I've only been... As if I was in front of a in-shaped person. I've only been really working out for... 10 months? What does that have to do with anything? Even a person in... Super condition would be impressed by those. Well, things. he's he's in fantastic shape. I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm just saying I don't feel like less of a man because he's so in shape. You're not paying attention then. I am paying attention. I felt like less of a man, which made me work harder to become more of a man. Good. As long as you're funneling the energy in a positive direction. I mean, genetics being that they are, you know, yeah. genetics play a factor. Of course. You know. Not being able to enjoy a pizza plays into that. Yeah. When was the last time you had a chocolate chip cookie, motherfucker? Enjoy last a six-pack. Not you. Oh. 
Not you. Ricochet. Good Irish. Good Irish name on that kid. Ricochet. You're just gonna run with that. Oh every yeah. Fucking oh yeah. Time. Ricochet. Every time. Every time. Yeah. I thought that was gonna be his name. Ricochet. I, I was wondering too. The way you say it is dumb though. Ricochet. It's almost like you say it actually say Ricochet. Ricochet. It's Rick O'Shea. Yeah, Rick O'Shea. It's Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea, yeah. Rick O'Shea. I'm just putting the Irish brogue on it. Okay. Listen, man. I have time for this. Clearly. I have a limo waiting for me. No, you don't. I do. We're going to celebrate. We? No, not we. Like, me and you. You lost. You don't get to celebrate. Then what do I give a shit about your limo? Because it comes out of the basement Booker's Fund. No, it doesn't. It comes out of our fucking, uh, our vast accounts. Even the overseas one. The, the, the Swiss one. The Swiss bank account. Swiss. For our millions and millions of cents. Maybe. No, wait, man. A million cents is like a thousand dollars, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. We could put together a thousand dollars in about a year. Maybe. Maybe? Ricochet. Alright, go ahead. Ricochet. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't have have notes on TakeOver either because I was there. So Ricochet is a new North American champion. There was a backstage segment later on that they showed on WWE Network where uh, Ricochet was talking about his title win and... uh, O'Reilly and um, Boring came up to him like ah oh, blah blah and fucking Pete Dunne came from the other side and fucking like chased him off and Ricochet uh, thanks him and he's like it's like don't thank me I just don't like them and uh, congrats on the champ but that's just another piece of gold I want great isn't it uh Kyrie Sane. Bro. Okay. Beat a man. What's next? That's a lot. That's big. That's big. It's huge. Says more than you. You you can't beat a man. Do you think you could beat her? Kyrie saying I wouldn't want to. If you had to well, if you had an opportunity to wrestle for the women's championship, you would, right? I don't know. They sanctioned Shane and Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Why would like, they let you? Is it, you're like not as I'm, big as him. I'm questioning my desire to fight for the women's championship. I mean, sure, I'd be following in the footsteps of such greats as Shayna Baszler and Harvey Wolpeman, but do I really want a women's championship? You know, in a world where they don't want genders. I might rather you, lose to Ricochet <laughs> than beat Kyrie Sane. No, I think it's more you don't want to lose to Kyrie Sane. That too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that. Let's just be honest here. That too. I thought you weren't supposed to... In UFC, you can't elbow the back of the head, right? That's right. Okay. That's another difference between wrestling and UFC. I mean, there are no strikes. Nobody talks about. There are no strikes to the back of the head, which is defined as if you're wearing a pair of over-the-head headphones. Anything behind that. Right. Behind the loopy thing. Exactly. Anything behind that headband. Uh, which, that was explained to me by Joe Rogan himself... On a UFC pay-per-view. Uh, so, thank you, Joe, for that. Shout out to uh, J. 
Jared's favorite podcast host that's not in this room right now. You should be thanking Joe every I just day. Did. Oh. Because if Joe didn't help me get in shape, you wouldn't be helped by me to get in shape. That's true. So, you know, the the uh the positive uh train trickles down. Power positivity? I don't think it's that. I think positivity is not what gets me to go running. That that's it's just sheer force of will. You have to you 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 have to you just steps. First of all, you can't look at your phone. You you have to get up. You have to get up. You have to put your feet down on the floor and stand up. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go to the bathroom and you take a leak. And I don't know what you do. Do you? It depends. Are you a breakfast person? Have a small, have a light breakfast. Not, oh, but whatever you do, make sure you have a glass of water. The first thing you need is a glass of water. Get the kidneys going. You can't take too much time because the minute you take too much time, check anything electronic, you fucked up because you just added difficulty. Yep. You get your shit on, you go out. You get your shit out. Then it's one foot in front of the other. It's one foot in front of the other. Take yourself there. Get yourself there as fast as possible. So if you feel like giving up, it's a long way back. And then you just go. Go your pace. Go hard as you can go. And then you work your way up and it keeps going. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good if you feel like you want to stop and you don't stop. And then, then when you finally stop, when your body can't take it anymore, there's a release. There's a valve that gets hit. And because you succeeded, that exhaustion, it, it turns into something else. It turns into a flood of just endorphins and energy. And you can't drink it. You can't smoke it. You can't shoot it up. And it's fucking real, dude. Do that for yourself. And good shit's gonna happen. I'm gonna walk three miles tonight. You do that every night. Every Friday. Every Friday night. I didn't last Friday because it started raining and I didn't have my umbrella. But if you did, you would. Absolutely. I've done it how many months now? Three months now? My point is do something. Mm-hmm. You can walk. You know, if you have maybe your legs, you know, do some push-ups. Mm-hmm. Do five. If you can't do five, do four. Do one. Do whatever you can. Do anything. I have to be real. Primary thing, you got to get out of the seat. Yeah, that's the hard part. It's like, the, you know the seat we're talking about. The seat that you sit in. When you're not doing anything important, you're just sitting, you're on your phone, you're watching TV, you're doing both, whatever the case may be, that spot, out. Your body needs to do stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it wants, it's like a dog. You know, we're animals. We mm-hmm. need exercise. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think that's why your body turns on you. Mm-hmm. You know, your body fucking turns on you. Yeah, like, every, when I'm sitting at work, every 10, 15 minutes, I, I gotta get up and stretch, because I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm you sit in a chair and fold it up. Shit starts to hurt mm-hmm. after a while. Yeah, and like I'll get up, I'll get up to go to the bathroom, like like every hour or whatever. And I, when I get up and I start walking, I feel like pain in my friggin' hip flexors because I've just been sitting all folded up the whole the whole time. It's like no. that shit affects you later in life. No, I got, I got, just, I got. I've been trying, I've been trying to remember to stretch at night and in the mornings. Particularly the hip flexors. Yeah. I think one of the things for me is like, I want to age, like, assuming I get to age, right. I want the least amount of problems. Yeah. So, as long as I'm like, doing the right shit, that I should be alright. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be like this freak thing where it's like, you had a lot, you had way too much of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, you have diabetes. Also, your arteries are fucked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just don't want it to be too late. That's all. Yeah. The, the last thing you ever want to hear is too late. Yeah. It's like it, it, it's it's would have, could have, should have, but yeah. it's the medical version. It's like yeah, yeah. You you should have walked a little more. You should have jogged a little more. That goes for everything, though, mm-hmm. right? Like I should have called this person, or you know, I should have. Yeah. You know, like you never want to have to say would have, could have, should have. Yeah, that's cool, man. You know, sometimes in wrestling that we're talking about mm-hmm. right now that mm-hmm. we just came back to, mm-hmm. so sometimes you just shouldn't have. Right. And when I when I say shouldn't have, I'm of course talking about once you kick somebody two times against the gate, you should just let them lay there. Yeah. Even though the reason they chase the fish is because you're hurt. Now I'm thinking what was supposed to happen. I think Johnny was supposed to win. I think Johnny was supposed to win. I think everything was exactly the same except the guy that ended up standing up the end. I thought, well, I, I don't know. I was talking to you. I'm like, in the promos, Johnny Gargano kept saying... You know, they were highlighting the fact that, like, he's done everything he could mm-hmm. to beat Tommaso Ciampa. But he's like, no, he gave everything he could to beat Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. but maybe not everything. Right. So I was thinking, because you mentioned that there was rumors of him joining Undisputed Era. So I'm thinking maybe the, the last thing he could give up is his soul. He did debut on Twitter a, a new, uh, more... I demonic kind of logo yeah so i'm thinking that he would have sold his soul and joined the undisputed era Hmm. but that didn't happen because he's hurt and now i wonder what the plan is so champa wins the belt from house to black right oh wait let's rewind further alice to black defends the championship against lars sullivan the single biggest threat to him who gets hurt in the match? Out with a broken jaw. Because, holy fuck, those kicks, goddammit. Right? Any kicks, really. Yeah, but the black mass. Uh, I get it. Champa wins the belt from Aleister Black, who ends up at a house show against Champa getting hurt. Right. Johnny facing Tomas Champa for the championship gets hurt. Is this, you're trying to say this championship might be cursed? 
I think the I I I think it might be. I think there's something. Wasn't there uh what? A few years ago there was a similar curse. On the WWE Championship, I want to say. Before AJ got there, I think. Okay. If it's before him, then you'd work your way backwards. Dean Ambrose had it. Dean Ambrose had the championship. He beat, uh, he beat Seth Rollins for it after Seth beat Roman Reigns. And before that, Roman beat Seth for the belt, I think. Some weird shit. Roman beat Bray? No, Roman didn't beat Bray for the championship. Oh, that's right. Uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton beat Bray Wyatt for the championship, though. This is why I'm confused. Because, like, this is before the brand split, right? Yeah. For the Universal title. I'm confused, man. It's alright. I, I, whatever it was, I remember there was a curse. And I think this is the new curse. And I hope not. Because, I mean, Champ is great. I don't believe in curses. I believe they're freak accidents. You know, that's Lars Sullivan's both nickname and the name of his, fin- of his finisher, right? Actually, no, it's the name of his finisher. I do. I'm just saying... I think there's a lot of unexplained things in the world mm-hmm. for us to, you know, give a shot, but not curses. I feel like that's more like uh, a collective superstition thing. Like if everybody believes something is a thing, it's a thing. I think it's just bad luck. Hmm. A string of bad luck. There's too many variables involved. There are a lot of variables. Uh, definitely some bad luck surrounding the NXT Championship at the moment. So that changes the whole top of the card of NXT. Who's Champa going to defend against? Probably... I don't know. I don't know who's the top of the card when it comes to... I mean, it, EC3 just lost to Velveteen Dream. Dream and is... And he's a heel. A heel... No, I'm just going he, through who yeah. I know no, on I know. the show. No, I'm, I'm I know, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of trying to work it out myself too. Ricochet just won the North American Championship. Conor Reeves is a heel, and the reason I mentioned EC3 is because he just lost the Velveteen Dream, so he doesn't really have a leg to stand on there. What if they make like a oh. like a tournament? They could do that. They should do that because I think otherwise. Cassius Ono? Yeah. Well, you can't... It, I, I was just going to say you can't do that, but they have proven yeah, they, that no, they can no, do whatever you're they right, want. No, you can't do that. No, but listen, listen. Give me a shot here. Like, they've proven that they think they can do whatever the hell they want, mm-hmm. but I'm saying if they do do that, you know it's just nothing's going to happen. He's just going to lose. Yeah. Like, do we want Cassius Ono as champion? Yeah, oh, no. I, oh, no one no. does, but there's no possible way that can happen. You know, if, if maybe if your curse was real, that would be as out of nowhere as an RKO, right? Because who's he beaten lately? I can't think of anyone else to It'd have to be a tournament. Who's going to win the tournament? There might. Mm, I so EC three could win the tournament. He could, and by doing that, 
that makes him a legitimate contender and that's your problem for now. I think it's wait, how long is Alistair out for? I mean, I think at most probably no more than one more set of taping, so So it's nothing then. Yeah. So really you could just make it that the story was the obvious thing was that Ciampa took him out. Yeah. And there you go. And then they'll feud again. He'll get his rematch one-on-one. He'll lose. And that'll give them time to figure out who's next. They could turn Laura's face. He should be back soon, too. They can. And just have Tomasa have a program with him, and he'll beat him, too. Dream is so over. Yeah. Um, I, I'm worried about him, though. I don't want him on the main roster. Like, he's so much better down there. I know it's better for him, but yeah. selfishly, I just don't want him, want them to ruin it. Yeah, also, like, give him more experience, cause he, what's he, 23? Yeah, but not even that. How many times do you fuck somebody up that came from NXT before you go, all right, like, I have, I have a better idea, you know? Like, Let's do it this way. I mean, I I absolutely agree with that. However, I have to point out the other side of the coin, which is not everyone that comes up from NXT and is super over can get a top spot. No, I understand they need, that. They need Tyler Breeze's. Yeah, but I'm saying that the Velveteen Dream gimmick is better than the Tyler Breeze gimmick. It's not the same thing. Will Vince believe that? I don't care. He's 73 now. He needs to stop. I'm saying he doesn't... It's like, yes. Super forward thinking. Without a doubt. Ahead of the game every time. Every time the medium changes, he goes further. I'm just saying that maybe there's a distance between the main audience and him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also the distance between the main audience and NXT. Right. But like, the reason Charlotte, prime example, the only reason, shit, that's not fair. The <laughs> main reason mm-hmm. that she easily, easily transitioned to the main roster mm-hmm. because she's a flair. Yeah. Easily. A big reason. It's huge. It's big. It's a plausible argument for anybody. Mm-hmm. Especially people who want to make up excuses. It it didn't hurt. Right. Maybe it hurt her on the way in, mm-hmm. having to go harder than everybody else. Mm-hmm. But the point is, in the eyes of the fans, you get a pass. Right. That They bring you in open arms. Everybody loves Ric Flair. You're his daughter. Seven time. Yeah. World champion. I get it. I'm just saying, like, on the even main before roster, that, that's ignoring an, the NXT championship. Even before that, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, even before that, she was in. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with Sasha Banks and Bailey. We all know what they're capable of. We've said it over and over again. Yes. But obviously, they didn't transition very well. After a while, but it's like you got but so many women's spots. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the Ruby, the Riot Squad is more over than they are right now. Yeah. To me. And why the hell is Oscar wrestling a dark match, the SmackDown after SummerSlam that you also wasn't featured at all? Yeah, at all. So. Oh, oh, 
Shit, I'm forgetting. She was part of the pull apart. Yeah. Which, as Jerry on the spot always says, that's where the jobbers go. Is just for jobbers. What are you doing with Oscar? You broke it. Fix it. And like, she just got written off. And it's, she, that's a good example. She came in, and at least with her, they kept her undefeated. She won the Rumble. But then it's like, then okay, so the reason you had Charlotte go over was because it would be easier to book her. Okay. And so now you just got to book her. Yeah. It's the easy part, right? It's like, so, so what do you do? Right now, the main storyline is, by the way, someone who I've been day one with Becky mm-hmm. deserves definitely everybody knows. Yeah. And for the reaction of her heel turn, I'm sorry, heel turn. No, it's supposed because to be, it's supposed I to know be legit. Yeah. I, I know okay. it's supposed to be legit because they, I, I watched the promo. Mm-hmm. Even after basically shitting on everybody because they didn't believe in her, mm-hmm. they were still on board. Yeah. And I want to point something out. In the replays of the heel turn, they edited out all the cheers because, like I said earlier, we, we were there. That was one of the, one of the two worst case, one of the three biggest pops of the night was Becky's heel turn. And there was yes chance. Yeah. And they edited us all out. By the way, that makes me so fucking mad. You feel like you feel like you're the voiceless. That's another thing that makes me mad. Yeah. We were there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our voices don't get to be heard, then what's the point of going to an event? If you don't give a fuck what our reactions are to shape your narrative, why the fuck did I have to pay 210 fucking dollars or whatever the fuck to go to that? Did you see? Not taking away from the experience. Everything was fine. We were there for our friend. I'm just saying to the WWE, that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. Because I'm being real right now. That is fucked up. It's 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 part it's partially their version of revisionist history, but you can't do that when it was a week ago, though. I get revisionist history saying America's responsible for the defeat of Germany in World War II, mm-hmm. when really it was mostly the Russians. Yeah, we weren't even yeah in that part of the world. Okay, not going back to that. Yeah, that's revisionist history, right? This is the worst case. This is one of the worst cases of revisionist history. We were there. Mm-hmm. It was a week ago. Yep. It's not like 10 years ago when we can be like, was that it? No, I don't know. <laughs> did, did you remember? Maybe. I don't, mm-hmm. Whatever, man. Maybe. I don't think it was that day. You know, you can ask questions. Yeah. It's like, hold on. Let me let me see if anyone posted about this on MySpace. Not even that yet. <laughs> it's not like it's the fucking 1970s mm-hmm. and know, we can't pull it up. Yeah. You know, you know what? Next week, when the Wrestling Observer newsletter comes out, you know, the paper thing? Yeah. I'll read, and I'll see if it says anything about it. Which was a pain in the ass to get on. You had to buy a wrestling magazine to get the thing to get your information to them. Yep. I'd assume, because I never sent away for anything. Oh, yeah, me neither. Um, But yeah, revisionist history. Becky, um, did you see, uh, Man, I'm really aggressive this episode. Some shit to be I'm really sorry about. for your future. Did you see uh, Road Dog's tweet? How uh, someone uh, someone asked him about 
uh, Becky's heel turn that everyone's was a uh, puppet for it. And he sort of explained, uh, no, someone said that, uh, Becky had to fight her way up and climb the mountain or whatever, only to have Charlotte take it away from her. And Charlotte's really the heel. And Road Dog's like, that's not the story that was, that was told to you. That's the story you decided to take from it. Hmm. And supposedly that shit blew the fuck up <laughs> because maybe the agents see the story that they were telling, but I, I saw her as the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he said Charlotte had to climb the same mountain. They both beat Carmella to get into the match. All right. So Becky beat Carmella. To get a singles match for the women's championship. So all of a sudden, Charlotte... Charlotte boogies hey. her way in. Yeah. And and also beats Mella to get her own shot at the same championship in the same match to cut the odds in three. So, no. No. I don't see how Charlotte's the face in this. No. I, I don't, don't either. Because she didn't... She might have climbed the same mountain. Mm-hmm. But she took the fucking gondola mm-hmm. across. Yeah. It's like... She that. had a Sherpa. She had a Sherpa with her, which is like a guide. Yeah, there you go. It should have been, all right, so so Charlotte is next to get a shot at the Women's Championship. Right. And if Becky beats Carmella, then Charlotte gets her shot after Mella gets a rematch. Boom. Like, that's how... You still... No, the, you still can't turn Becky. Like, you won't get any sympathy from me, mm-hmm. but if you did, what would make it less annoying is if, say, Charlotte beat both of the Iconics to earn a match against Carmella, and then if she beat Carmella, she could get in on the match. That's like she had to do something a little bit extra. Right. It still doesn't make it right. Right. But she had to, just like when she came into NXT, work even harder yeah. to get a spot. Because more is expected of her, mm-hmm. and we were that would have been your way to maybe you can have an argument, maybe yeah for them. I mean, not for you, right? And we were referencing earlier, though we didn't have hadn't actually discussed it on air yet, how Charlotte had said, "Oh, you, you know, for this you destroyed our friendship for this," and Becky responded on Twitter, "Everything she did for that, right? Everything she did, how she left her home at age seventeen, traveled Europe." Train busted her ass. Basically, oh, everything she did. Yeah, yes, for that. And Charlotte ripped it away. Becky is not the heel. She's not. If she's the heel, that so are we. If she's the heel, that so are you. Boo us and boo yourself. For you're right. listening because we're all fighting up to the top, and there's some people out there. To have more advantages. Yeah. And Meltzer is speculating that this will turn Charlotte into the female Roman Reigns. Fuck Meltzer. <clears throat> fuck his star ratings. Mm-hmm. And fuck his body shaming. Yeah. All right. Fuck you, Meltzer. If you, if you, you're, you're not even cool enough to listen to Basement Booker's podcast. You're a jerk. You're not nice. Oh, if you want to promote us, hey, 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 Facebook is all Facebook. Listen, hey, there's only one thing I do. Listen, follow the bookers. Listen, listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. If we keep saying it, it's not going to work. 
There's only one Roman Reigns. You can't make a female Roman Reigns. Yeah, but you know what he's saying. Yeah, I get it. But she's a flair. That's never going to get that way. I know. As a flair, there's still that love. It's rough. Mm-hmm. I'm, but, well, as long as... I'm the, just saying, as long as if the you Beck- have flair at the end of your name... Yeah. You can't get a Roman Reigns reaction. Nope. As long as something you do makes people do a thing... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charlotte will she's always, got the woo. She'll always get you the woo. You don't want to not woo. Woo! Yeah, I mean, you're standing in line waiting to get into a wrestling show. What are you going to do? You're going to woo, bro. Woo! You're going to do it all. All day. That's it. That's it. There's not a lot else. You, what are you going to do? You do the brawn? Ah! No, that's not going to... It's just not as iconic, yeah, and it doesn't span generations. Right. Or sports. Yeah, exactly. Man. Well, I guess we're done talking about TakeOver. What a show. TakeOver was a great show. SummerSlam was a big show. Uh, I was going to say it was an okay show. It was a big show. It was a big show. It was certainly a No, it was a long show. show. There was a lot of show. Here's an idea. We're sitting in the arena during the pre-show. Right? It's a long time. How about you show the pre-show on the screen? Yeah, with like, sound. I understand that they're trying to avoid the echo from the speakers right. coming through. And I understand that. How come we can't see it? Put it at a lower volume. Yeah. Like, I logged onto the Wi-Fi, and I was watching it for like half a minute. Wow. Thanks to Balkus Center for hooking us up with the free Wi-Fi. Yeah, after a while, though, it's unusable. Yeah, I, I knew my battery was going to die. I got home, my battery was at 3%. Very nice. I I put it in, like, super battery saver mode so I could make sure I still get my pokies. Mm-hmm. My, my pokey steps. I get you. Um, show me the pre-show. Like, something. There, there were promos. Yeah. There was talking. They, they could have done it in a way where we could at least hear what they're saying on the kickoff panel or whatever. You know, there are a number of ways they could do it. You Or, you didn't have sound, play the video packages just to see it. Yeah. On the fucking... Or show thing. it and put subtitles up there. Yeah, that's S- fine. Something. Anything. You could put on a, a network show. Yeah, like I don't need to stare at the goddamn SummerSlam logo for two hours. Yeah, what do you want me to do? Talk to the person next to me? <sighs> About what? Weird. I know. Fucking weird. Uh, B team. Yeah, the beast for best. That's right. We were wrong. It's all right. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, what else happened on Almas and Vega? Yeah, I felt bad for them. There was like no one on the side where they're supposed to look out at. I know. Yeah. Well, well, because you know what WWE does. It's like, all right, so there's no one on the, on the, no one facing the camera right now, so you guys just gotta go face the camera. Yeah. They put people on that side, because that side was loaded up. Because we were sitting up, we were sitting opposite the hard camera. Right. Which is opposite most of the cameras also. So, like, that's where, like, everyone was sitting. Um. What was the third? Oh, the cruiserweights. Yeah, I blocked that out of my memory. I don't know why. Uh, what it else? It was Vega and Almas versus Rusev Day first. 
Reserve Day and Lana Day. And then it was the Cruiserweight. And then they opened the show with the Intercontinental title match. Great match to open the show with. Uh Uh-huh. And then... Uh... There was another match. I I want to see the order here. I mean, I don't have the order. Was it New Day, I think? Yeah... New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers, and the Bludgeon Brothers won by disqualification. We talked about that already. We don't have to talk about it again. We don't even have to do it in order. Kevin Owens got squashed. Baron Corbin got squashed. I'm so glad. By the demon. He was, he wasn't ready for the demon. He, he, he was ready for Finn Bauer, the man. Sorry, he's our new raw interim general manager. That made me so mad. Like, the fact that he's so stupid. That he thinks that you can get away with that. The fact that you're too dumb to know that it's one person. Just because somebody fights a completely different style with body paint on, doesn't make it technically the same match. It's working. And like... You're believing the kayfabe. I have to do what I need to do (laughs) to survive in this world. Alright. You know, if I'm going to do this podcast every week... I have to walk deeper into the pool that is professional wrestling. Right. You know, it's when you don't allow yourself, you know, to get enveloped. Oh, so this is, it's still real to me, man, mode. No, I'm just saying. No. Even on a fight contract, Mm -hmm. if a guy comes out differently than when he signed the contract, he's the same person. Right. Finn Balor is Finn Balor. Mm -hmm. It's the Demon King Finn Balor. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's stupid. Cooler music, cooler entrance. Yeah, it's like, okay, so I'm the best me. So instead of looking like every other jobber Mm -hmm. and beating you, I look awesome and I'm beating you. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? The hell you mean you weren't ready? Right. Like, bell rang, right? Yeah. So, you're supposed to be ready for anyone. Yeah, at any time. Any time. You're on the board. You hear the ding, ding, ding. You wrestling. There you go. But now he's a fucking GM. Which we think is because Kurt's training up to fight again. Mm-hmm. Which would be cool. He needs some time off, man. His neck hurt. What neck? Kurt has a neck. No. It's under there somewhere. Nope. Did- nope. Yeah, th- th- there's skull and then there's traps. That's it. There's a reason you do this podcast. Like, you you know how you're turning in your chair right now? Yeah. And the back of the chair is just, like, completely rigid? Yeah. Moving with you? Yeah. That's Kurt Angle. I get it. <laughs> must suck to get out of bed. He must have, like, this weird thing where you just have someone flip him straight. Oh, shit, he sits up like the Undertaker. You'd have Gong. to. You'd have to. So Corbin's our interim GM. Just in time, we have a face universal champion. Or is he? Yeah, he's still a face. Yes, yeah, doesn't face. matter. <laughs> so let's shield the faces. Should we? Should we go ahead with this? Should we fast forward to Monday? I thought we were there because you said Baron Corbin's the GM. I guess so. I guess we were there. Ronda Rousey's the champ. You know that segment sucked. Sorry to tell you. It was great that Stephanie got her arm ripped off. It's like, they... Here, here, Rhonda. 
This is what the fans want to hear. Go say it. Yeah. It's like, oh no, this is this belt isn't about me. It's about all of them. It's about all of us. I'm making a hand gesture right now. Yeah. And like, the heels were in no hurry to stop Rhonda from breaking Stephanie's arm. They don't give a shit. Yeah. But I'm just saying, they're, co- they're comforting her after. Yeah. So it's like, do it one way or don't do it at all. But I think what happened with the shield calls back to when the shield said they were there to protect the WWE championship. Right. Now, why not before? That's true. Well, Ambrose was hurt. Fine. Seth was a heel. Until a long time ago. I'm just saying, why not before? There's reasons. Why not weeks ago? Because then it's not a surprise. They wanted to get the shield weeks pop. Weeks ago, shield, Ambrose was hurt. They wanted to get the shield pop for Roman in Brooklyn so they could say, look, rest of the world, the smartest fans are cheering this guy. While the shield and Brooklyn go together, they had their first match at, at the Barclays Center. It was the first pay-per-view at the Barclays Center. It was the first show at Barclays Center. Yeah. TLC? Yeah. So then versus Hell No and... No, it was just Team Hell No versus The Shield. Oh. It was Seth Rollins and uh, Dean Ambrose. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking uh, six-man tag for some reason. Hmm. Remember Seth almost died? Seth almost dies a lot. Not quite as much as Dolph. Seems to almost Did you die. understand Seth Rollins' costume at the show? The one gold leg? No. It's a whole thing. He's Thanos. Because he doesn't wear a glove when he wrestles, but his curb stomp boot is where his fucking power is. Oh, okay. And you didn't see him with the jacket on. He had like, it, it was like Thanos. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And the, and the boot had gems. Like by the toes and stuff. Nice. And Infin- Infinity Gems. And he, and he beat uh, Dolph Ziggler with the Infinity Stomp. That's, that's what I call it. Listen, I don't need to be told how great I knew, Seth is. I knew what it was mm-hmm. as soon as he came out. Mm-hmm. I knew what he was doing. That's I, that's that's great. I, I don't need to... And I'm not saying. I'm just saying that like I've been on the Seth bandwagon I'm just for a while. I was asking you a question. I know. You know, I know. So in case the viewers or right. listeners... Yeah, our no viewers... Viewers. Unless they're, the they're they're watching they are watching our logo right now as I listen to this podcast because there are viewers. I have an issue I need to address. What that you haven't been saying correctly? It's Seth Rollins. Oh, Seth Sorry. Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I, put, I put over your fucking. When well, you want to. Um, <laughs> I'm a fan of uh, Jerry on the spots. Superior. Finn Balor. I think The Miz is trying to make that happen by him saying he's superior to Daniel Bryan. Maybe. I think um, Gulak couldn't cheat because Miz was going to cheat. What are you saying? You can only have one cheat finish per night? Yeah. That's not true. Eh, it depend, it'll, it'll depend on the card. Okay. But let, let's compare Miz. Yeah. Cruiserweights. Right. Miz... Cruiserweights. Yeah, but you want that to continue. You know? And you don't want to give him a clean win. 
Because then the Miz does, then Daniel Bryan doesn't have a case for a rematch. It's like, oh, if you beat uh, me once, then prove prove you the better man by beating me again. That's like a sore loser. Two out of three. Two out of three. Yeah. You know? So 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 what do we get? We get husband and wife versus husband and wife. Yeah, I thought we did this with John Cena, and Nikki Bella versus the Miz. Yeah, and that, that now end- we're doing Brie Bella. That that Daniel ended Bryan. well. Yeah, that that ended well. Storybook ending, part one. <laughs> Storybook ending. That's uh no, it's uh it's a phone book ending. Yeah. If you, if you end a D for divorce, even though they never actually got married, but you know what I'm saying. No, I think that's all fake. I think they got to get back together for the third season of uh, Total Bellas. They're only on three. It would be three. This was the second season that just passed. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's fake, man. There's no. Did way. you watch Ms. and Mrs. this week? Yeah, I watched it. It's good. Fucking funny. I felt the like that match was long. Brian and Miz? Yeah. Like, it wasn't bad. Well, but it has to do with me having to sit for such a long time. Yeah, there's that, and there's... We don't have announcers. Like... No one's telling the story. But then it's like... There's that, and the announcers are just literally the perpetual hype men. And then what could they be saying that they haven't said throughout the whole feud? Like, because I rewatched it on the network because sh- Farron wanted to watch some of it. Mm-hmm. So, I heard the commentary. It really wasn't adding that much. Mm. It was just Corey Graves defending The Miz, Byron crying over it. Fucking Byron. And uh, Cole, you know, not being there because he's not a part of that team. But you know what I mean. What's his name? The other one, not Cole. Phillips is just there. Tom Phillips. Yeah. So, speaking of announcers and commentators, I'm sure you don't know this. Do you know who guess, who did guess commentary for the opening match on 205 Live this week? No. That- Wale. Wale was there? Yeah. Wow. I guess why, why not? Doesn't work. Why not? It was the match Noam Dar versus TJP. Mm. And... Kayfabe, he kept messing up his name. PJT, TPJ, JPT. They don't wellness test their guests. No, no, it was, it was Kayfabe. Oh. Cause, um, TJP, like, uh, one point got in his face and said some bullshit or whatever. And he was like, oh, it's all good. It's all good. And TJP snubbed him. And then Noam Dar came out, kicked it, knocked, like, knocked TJP out a little. Then he, he held up TJP's hand for Wally to give a pound to. Hmm. It was. Way to assert dominance. Yeah. It was alright. I'm sure it was. I'm not gonna watch that shit. No, I know. Like, I'm not saying you should watch it, I'm saying, God damn it, I had to watch that shit. You did. There's a lot of stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I didn't have to take notes on NXT, cause we saw it. Yeah. So that was good. So I feel, we didn't finish talking about SummerSlam. No, we didn't. I mean, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Nakamura and Hardy went exactly as predicted. Braun, Bludgeon, Styles, and Joe. That was great. Uh, it was good. I feel like I would have liked it better if it was on a two-hour show. I mean, sorry, three-hour show. Or, like, I was home. Because, well, like, yeah. as far up as it was in the card, it wasn't good for me. Plus, I'm yelling and stuff, and it's like, mm-hmm. I got tired. Yeah, I had 
I didn't get to rewatch it, so. I had kids yelling at the back of my head. Were they AJ Styles fans? Of course. Good. AJ Styles. Right behind you. AJ (laughs) Styles. That's who I heard. Set him up for the phenomenal forearm. The match is eight seconds old. Well, technically, you know, the psychology is to work the opponent into that. So technically, they're not wrong. Anything you do, you're setting it up for your move for later. Anyway. Just saying. You work the leg, you're setting up for the calf crusher, you know. Kick his leg out of his leg. I can't believe he was going to fucking... Because I know he's done it to him before, but... Again, like here though, like a Styles Clash on Samoa Joe. Yo, he didn't hook the second arm. I thought he was gonna die. I, yeah, I thought nah, Joe fucking Joe, clipped his head. It's the one thing you don't tuck your chin for. I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if anything, I know Joe knows how to take that. Yeah. So I mean, I wasn't worried. I've seen it a few times. Like I knew it wasn't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But it's a good match. I mean, it's disqualification, brother. I really want, like, if not for those fucking kids, I, I would have uh, started a Joe's Gonna Kill You chant. Maybe that's why you're upset. You couldn't really swear without feeling bad. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't want to get excited. I didn't want to fucking encourage them because his parents weren't discouraging him. Them. They, you shouldn't discourage a child's excitement at a wrestling <sighs> event, dude. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't follow you down this path. That's the dark path, bro. Fucking stifling the happiness of a child? I want You should be in prison. Fine. For those thoughts. That's fine. God damn, dude. Don't forget, join a gang and take out the biggest guy. You'll be fine. You make sure you join a gang because you're not going to survive by yourself. As long as I have a roll of nickels or whatever the fuck Maurice gave me. Join join a gang and just. Cool in the gang. Whatever, bro. This fucking guy. You don't want kids to be happy. Not that was in a my champ- fucking That was the ear. champion you guys had. Someone who doesn't want kids to be happy. Do you want that? I don't think so. So cheer for me. Cheer for me. No oh. call-ups. None. New Day, five times. It's okay. It's no, right. it's not okay. I expect something new at a, some, uh, after SummerSlam. It's the, a tradition. There's a lot of injuries right now. Fuck that. That's why you... Get some people in here. Go listen. Going into Evolution, they're gonna call up that guy Shayna Baszler, and um probably a few others. We know Kyrie Sane is gonna defend her women's championship at Evolution. Trish versus Alexa Bliss, supposedly because they're modeling Alexa Bliss's heel run after Trish's heel run. I don't exactly see it because she didn't make out with Christian, but okay. Do you see it? Am I missing something? I'm starting to see the universe for what it is. Ones and zeros. And this zero ain't one in for me, buddy. Feel me? No. I don't know what that means. That means that this doesn't matter to me. I don't care why they're fighting. Because you don't need a reason. I know. Alexa's the hottest thing going on the Raw division, women-wise, behind Ronda Rousey. And Trish Stratus is Trish Stratus. That's all I need. I don't need anything That's else. fine. I'm just trying to understand that 
which this is, I mean, this is apparently how they booked it. And you're, you're getting this from a fucking news site that heard from somebody else. True. You know? So it's like, alright, to do what you want with it, but I don't feel like it's gonna help you. Yeah, I guess. You know? It's like, okay. Someone might have said this backstage, so you're racking your brains and trying to see it, you know? Don't make yourself feel bad because you don't see it. Yeah. Alright. So we know, well, we don't know. We're kind of going on the assumption there's going to be a, a battle royal because they said over 50 women for past. What's this we shit? I wasn't thinking that. We the universe. Hmm. We the bookiverse. Why wouldn't they announce it? It's early. Why? Why announce anything yet? Because the world. Well, I guess the world's greatest Royal Rumble was the match that yeah. they named it after the girl. But it's like you have. Do you even have? It's just the royal, the ladies' royal, the women's royal rumble wasn't great with the past divas in it. I mean, past. Oh no, they were divas. Yeah, they weren't great, mm-hmm. except for like Trish Stratus and Lita was okay, I guess. But Beth, the Beth Nia moment, eh, it's okay. Mickey, she's 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 okay. She's on Raw every week. She's 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 okay. She's okay. Okay, she's a good hand. Oh wow, she's a good hand. That's bad. That's bad. It's not wrong. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being a good hand. I wish I was a good hand. You know, I'm just the champ. You know, and you know what, Rich? You're a good hand. You done? (laughs) What are the the matches we think is going to happen? So, all right. So, let's say Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane rematch. All right. You can say that. Let's. Can we fucking speculate? Can you speculate with me? That's why I said you could say that. All right. What's wrong with you? Um, Becky Charlotte. I mean, it's, it's October, right? October 20th. Hell in the Cell is next. Right. So why can't they have a Hell in a Cell match for the Women's Championship? Well, they probably will, but let's talk about it after that. Let's talk about for Evolution. So you're saying that Becky's not going to win the Hell in a Cell match? So it'll be a rematch... For Becky's Women's Championship. Right. Uh, Sasha and Bailey versus Iconics. Iconics are SmackDown, aren't they? Fuck. Uh, Sasha and Bailey versus... Um, it's the Riot Squad. Why wouldn't it be the Riot Squad? All right. They're fighting with them now. So let's say it'll be a three-on-three. Who do Becky and Sasha get? No, I was thinking three-on-two. With Becky and Sasha? Sasha, Sasha and Bailey. Bailey. Bailey, Becky, whatever. Are you drinking again? What's no. in that fucking <laughs> cappuccino, man? Iced coffee, whatever the You fuck. want a sip? No. I like my coffee like I like my women. Hot. And sweet. I don't know. You're right. It's too early to start speculating for evolution. Let's, let's start speculating for uh, Hell in a Cell. Okay, so we got, Samoa we got, Joe versus AJ Styles. Do you get a cage? I mean, you should get a cage, but you can't. You gotta, you gotta do something. You can only have one cage per show, probably, right? Like, SmackDown should have a Hell in a Cell match, and Raw should have a Hell in a Cell match. I don't yeah, think what, they'll allow two. What if they do, each. like, let's say, a Hell in a Cell match for each, and also a regular cage match? 
Mm. I feel like AJ and Joe is going to be Hell in a Cell. Damn it. That means Becky and Charlotte don't get a Hell in a Cell. I want them to get a Hell in a Cell because Charlotte's done Hell in a Cell and we know Becky can do Hell in a Cell. And it's only fitting she gets to be in a second women's Hell in a Cell. God damn it. I'm all, I'm all for Becky, um, making history. I'm just thinking. I mean, yeah, they can get a Hell in a Cell. Do you it, think it's too early? In the feud, I think so. Because that should be the end of the feud. At least towards Wait, the Wait, when is Charlotte's rematch? You mean Mella? Oh, yeah. Mella gets one next week, right? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say one. Uh... Damn, man. This sucks. The timing's bad. The timing's bad. They can always do a Hell in a Cell at Evolution. If they, all it's the- kind of weird to me, though, because it's like... You just had Hell in a Cell, but you're going to have the Hell in a Cell for the Women's Championship at Evolution. Or maybe they'll make that a cage match. Mm. I feel like Hell in a Cell, like, like you said, Hell in a Cell should be clo- close to the end of the feud, if not the end of the feud. It should be the end of the feud because... Things like Hell in a Cell, Last a, Man Standing, definitive, yeah, Last Man Iron Standing. Man, those yeah. that like, you don't go beyond those. Right. Unless you're doing like fucking loaded shotgun on a Texas pole match. death match. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, suppose, from what I'm told by my buddy Mark at work, um, Sammy Callahan and Pentagon had a Mexican death match on this week's Impact that was really good. Uh, what is a Mexican death match? It's, I, I'm pretty sure it's a death match, probably with some sort of Mexican theme. Thanks. I guessed that. I was hoping you had the answer. I'm two weeks behind on Impact, so. I'll check it, cause what if the listeners wanna know? Luchas de Apuestas. Literally gambling fights. This is this is a different match I never heard of. So a little side note, guys. There's a type of uh, wrestling stipulation called Luchas de Apuestas, which literally means gambling fights. Now this is according to Wikipedia. And it says here they are matches where both wrestlers wager something specific. The mask or hair on the outcome. The loser of the match then loses the item, being forced to take off the mask or be shaved bald. So it's basically like, you know, like a career versus whatever match or a hair match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, location, Belfast Brawl, Boiler Room Ball, Miracle on 34th. Okay, that's not it. So, uh, multi-competitor variants. Championship scramble, battle royal. Oh, this could be good for the fucking, um, the shows. Like, we could just look up stipulations in case we need ideas. I'm trying to find, cause I want to know what a tech Mexican death match is, and I have to fucking find it here. Oh, maybe it's a hardcore based variation. Barbed wire clock, clockwork orange house of fun match. That's an abyss. Known uh, as Raven's House of Fun yeah. or simply House of Fun. Yeah, it's a uh, Raven vs. Abyss. Crazy. Fans bring weapons match, first blood, no count out, no holds barred. Okay. I think we're getting close. No. A Taipei death match? Wrestler must be pinned or forced to submit before the referee will begin the 10 count. Oh. Yeah, it's supposedly it's a variation on the Texas death match. Which makes sense. 
All right, so we figured it out. Look at that. We did research for you guys for once. Don't get used to that shit because it's not gonna probably not gonna happen again. Spoiled fucks. Spoiled fucks. Jesus, <laughs> this is the man who used to be your champion. Rejoice. If you thought I was a prick before, get ready. We're going deep. Cow deep. Ah. Uh-huh. Ha <laughs> ha. How deep is up to the shoulder, bro? No one I've ever met. I wouldn't want to be with someone like that. No, I know. Um, it's funny. Cow deep comes into play at Chris's barbecues because um, everyone would put their drinks in a garbage can and the garbage can is just filled with ice water. Mm. But like, obviously, everything's at the bottom because it's full, not empty. Right. So you got to dig in and you end up going in all the way up to your fucking shoulder. <sighs> so I think Eliana coined the term cow deep for that. Very good. Very good. Uh, what are we on wrestling-wise? We were speculating on matches that will happen to Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns versus uh, Braun Strowman? Maybe? Yeah, after all, who is Roman's next uh, opponent? That's a good question. They Maybe they'll do a tournament or something. That's my answer to everything, I know. I am the worst person when it comes to this shit. I, I actually, I read some speculation that uh, a certain interim GM will insert himself into the uh, title picture. That's a great way to get heat. Yeah. You make the matches and your talent, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, like Stephanie could. Yeah, but she didn't. Right. Right. Um... So Roman and Corbin. It's a rumor of an Ambrose heel turn. Hmm. I don't like it. Cause like we've done this before. Yeah. With one of them turning on the others, but there's always a plan B. Right. Was it Stephanie gonna make? There's always a plan B. Yeah. Is she gonna do it? Cause Triple H is a face now, cause he's wrestling the Undertaker. Oh, so it's two faces. It's basically all mutual respect. We're friends. Ten years after, at the end of an era. Yeah, like way to rip off the customers who thought they were getting something unique and special. To just how could I? How am I supposed to trust you? You take up my chance. Mm-hmm. You you say my feelings don't matter. Because that was then, mm-hmm. you are a part of, guess what? You're no longer part of something special. These people in Melbourne, they are now. You know why? Because we're getting paid by them, motherfuckers. These hoes ain't loyal. But you know Player. what? We're still going to watch. Still going to buy the merch. Well, at least it's in Australia and there's no chance of me having to go. That's right. Unless. No. I'm never leaving this country. Unless. Yeah, unless. No? No, I, I plan to see the world. As long as people give me money to do it. You know. Here's an idea. I don't have any money right now. Next year. Jericho, if Jericho does another cruise. You down? Maybe. Because I don't know if I want to be trapped with wrestling fans on a boat, you know? And wrestlers. I mean, I love my people, but I 
don't like you. I love my people, but I don't like you. That's right. Each cabin has its own shower, so. I'm just kidding. I love all the Basement Bookers <laughs> fans. I'm just saying that there's just some wrestling fans that are just douchey. And they just give us a bad name. Yeah. Beach ball assholes. Wave assholes. Didn't have any of that at either of the two shows we went to. Supposedly there was a wave at one of, at Raw, I think. Yeah, somebody was trying to call for one by our section. We're like, no fucking way. I didn't hear it, thankfully. I would, I would have, I would have thrown one of the kids at him. You do a wave, dude. You're just asking to get spotted. I don't have a name for my move. I don't have a move. The Jerry on the spot. You get spotted. Spot, you get a spot for me. You're gonna get spotted, bro. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's a body slam, like a gorilla press slam. Something. Yeah. Raising the roof. I'm I'm spotting you. You know, if I'm helping you reach. If you stood on top of your chair and did that, you would have been raising the roof. I can't reach the roof. Almost. That's my roof, technically. But yeah. the roof, roof is like three levels above me. I was thinking the at the Barclays Center. Oh. Uh, hmm. I'd have to move back a couple of rows, legitimately. I wouldn't want to, though. Right. Yeah. In hindsight, I'm thinking we were further up before. We've been further up. I don't. Maybe the last summer slam we went to? I don't think so. I just, think I just remember having less room. I think in, uh, I think in a different section it might have been steeper. Right, okay then. I yeah. mean, it was steep, but I agree it wasn't as steep as we've had. Cause we, I think last time we were opposite the ramp. No, we weren't. Ah, it was, Doesn't it was matter. a little steep. Too yeah. long ago. Yeah, who gives a shit? Um. I don't know. I, I think it's way too early to be booking Hell in a Cell. We got the one match so far. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, it's all speculation. You were, you started off trying to book evolution. Then that <laughs> became too far. And then we go to Hell in a Cell. You're like, that's too far. What, what about Raw? Doing? What's going to happen on Raw this week? <laughs> Fucking Baron Corbin is going to be like, oh, you, 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 Interim GM Constable Baron Corbin. I'm not going to do all that. <clears throat> Baron Corbin's going to Baron Corbin all over the place. By God. The Riot Squad is going to riot. Blue Tongue. Uh, I love Luke Morgan. What's next for the Intercontinental Championship? That's another great question. I think that's... Ziggler lost his rematch. I think... Oh, I don't think he got his rematch. No. It was uh, McIntyre versus uh, Ambrose? Or... Yeah. No. Ambrose versus Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. supposed to be McIntyre. I don't know why they changed it. Um, I wonder if that's how they'll turn Ambrose. It's like, you have a single style. You have a single style. What the fuck am I doing? Tag team, bro. Team up. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, but then the other person's a dual champ, and he needs that person in order to get a belt for himself. Look, I don't know. We don't even know when this is going to happen, so whatever it is, we're booking too far in advance. <sighs> Why do anything? <laughs> Are we ready now? You want to give the go home? Is that what's- <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's too far in advance. <laughs> what? What can you do? What can you do? I'm going to sip this iced coffee. Retain championships, what you can't do. Listen. Reclaimed. 
Remember? Because we were doing retain, reclaim. Yes, it's Gulak's fault. When does personal responsibility factor into the equation for you? Let me ask you that. Because every time you lose, it's someone else's fault. It's something. Every time. Yeah. What's up with that? Why, Why? Like, otherwise, I would just be the champ. Once you accept responsibility, then you can grow. Like, there's been times where I say, yeah, you beat me. And then what happens? I come back and I triumph over you. Eventually. Perseverance and willpower. And great cardio. You have great cardio. cardio. Great cardio. I wouldn't say great. You running a marathon? I did six miles. Running. Yeah, one day. Cool. So, how long is a marathon? 26 miles. There you go. 20 more miles to go. How about that? Or 26 kilometers, which would be like 12 miles. So you're halfway there. Look, I don't know, bro. What I do know is I can go hard all day, all night. They lost. Yeah. Well, they're tough guys. They're top guys. They were top guys. Why aren't they the tag team champions? They don't need titles to be top guys. No, 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 you do. You need the tag team championships at least once to be top guys. The real tag team championships. I think they were the first two-time NXT tag team champions. Which equals no-time tag team champions on the main roster. That's right. Yeah. 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 To be fair, that there wasn't a whole lot of booking going into that match. To be fair, you're right. I'm being real. I'm being real, real. I think they're going to be the ones to uh, take it from the B team. Take the belts. It should be the fucking Authors of Pain. That's but it. instead, they're squabbling, again, what we talked about earlier with the transition from NXT to fucking main roster, they're squabbling with fucking Titus Worldwide. Who has a win over them? Sanity. They've lost already. Multiple times. Here's what you're going to do to get Velveteen Dream over when he comes up. You put him in a high-profile match. Stack the deck. He wins the match. Biggest upset. And he can talk about it forever. Feed him a sacrificial lamb. I don't care. And then let it ride from there. He squeaks out victories. He just keeps winning somehow. You know you know what I think would be a, a really good feud for him? Goldust? No thanks. No. Who? Miz. No. Bring him up his face. Ah, uh, you want to put him on SmackDown? Face? Bring Dream up his face. No! Alright, turn... Dream's a great heel. Turn Miz's face. Oh, I don't know if that'll work. Maybe. I feel like, if anything... They his, should just it, have it Daniel Bryan, bro. His spontaneous mic work might need some work. So I, so that's why I think pairing him against The Miz would really... Well, that would be like sink or swim, kind of, but that's the best way to learn to swim. A better way would be Daniel Bryan. Fight for your dream and your dream will fight for you. 
You know that's not where Vince was coming from, where he's going to go, or whatever. What's the point of this show, if that's what you're going to do? I don't know. I'm speculating. Well, not the basement speculators, or the basement bookers. Well, I'm fucking booking, dickhead. Oh, okay. I was going to do this on my show. That's the reason they were feuding in the first place, Mm. is because... Daniel Bryan's speech about fighting for your dreams, and then he thought he was talking about him, and he's trying to, you know, hmm. get all up in that. So but I'm curious, not what, like really, what know? was uh, Dream's tweet about? Dream tweeted, I think it was Mon- Tuesday morning? That when? God is real? Yeah. Maybe something positive happened in his life. Or, God is real, and it's him. Maybe. Because everyone speculated because... Either one, I'll believe it. Because on the back of Dream's tights, as you recall, it said... Call me up, Vince. Yeah. And of course, some... Weren't people chanting up, Vince? Yeah, some smartass behind us thought they were funny. Yeah. Up, Vince. Up, Vince. No. No. One of us was chanting, I'm indifferent. You? No. One of us? Yeah. How do I get more out of my hours, man? You know? That's what I was thinking about. You're asking me? Yeah, like, uh... Time goes by too fast as you get older. How do I make it go slower, you know? I wish I could make yesterday a year ago. You know what I mean? Like, make it feel time-wise to me like it was like a year ago. You know? Like, I've had a long enough time between days. If I had the answer. I just want everything to last. Because I know... I'd say the answer is get less sleep. I'll never be as over as I am right now. I'll never be this over. Because every day that goes by, I get a little less over. Until I'm in the ground. You know what I mean? Until you're under. Until you're under, bro. We're over right now. But eventually we're under. We are over. Are you talking about time? Yeah. This episode is over. I think this episode is over. This is why I have my own podcast. Because <laughs> then I can talk about stuff like this. No, we can talk about it. Just For Jerry on the spot, the current champion, I bid you farewell. And a list of doubters. You are to be named right now. Rich is. you fucked up. Papa Shango. You fucked up. Trish Stratus, you fucked up. Duke the Dumpster Drossy, you fucked up. Yeah. Doink the Cloud, you fucked up. Shockmaster, Art Anderson, oh. Sid Vicious. What did Arn ever do to you? You all fucked up because none of you believed that I would become the champion again. You all fucked up. And for those of you out there that doubted me, you fucked up. And those that you didn't, the ones that were there from day one, always believing, I didn't do this. We did this. We, and mostly me, did this. Together, mostly me. Some of you, but mostly me. Congratulations to us, but mostly me.
We've reached the end of this exciting episode of the Basement Bookers podcast. And both Rich Deriz and Basement Chair really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher and wherever podcasts are available. Feel free to check out the Basement Bookers Facebook page. Head over to Twitter if you want to contact us directly. It's the best way. Rich Deriz... R-I-C-H-T-H-E-R-I-Z and Basement Jer. It's like Basement Jerk, but you take out the K. Thanks for listening, everybody. And the match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the